I thought I wouldn't need her Told me they gon' kill me stuck inside the door High behind the face, tight lockdown Let me on the cross, out the dive here But it's only one me I, 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 I can't be replaced, you understand me my name is Maple. I go by Mayplex Monk sometimes. Uh, this is Philosophical Grandeur, 2018 style. I actually did a recording earlier today, which was kind of a unique thing because my friend Joe Parker Henry is in France right now. And so we've been talking back and forth a little bit, doing some Google Hangouts, and we did an actual podcast recording, which you know, it's it's a little bit stressful, like figuring that kind of thing out. But uh, it was it was cool, it was fun, and I'm really happy to be here in Casey Shaftline's studio, aka Music Intel. Music Intel. I'm sorry, I should have introduced you with your professional name first. <laughs> My bad, man. So I'm here with Casey and a couple other cool cats. Uh, would you guys like to introduce yourselves as well, please? My name is Corey. Right on. My name is Kenny. Corey and Kenny and Casey are here today. This is an exciting time. Um, Casey, you you guys have been building this studio. You haven't been living here for very long. Um, Tell me a little bit about how this all came to be. Well, me and my friends were all looking for a place at the same time. And uh, we could not find a house to save our lives. Like, because all the people did not want a bunch of 20-year-old dudes you know, messing up their house that they rent out type stuff. So uh, what my dad ended up doing, which was awesome with him, is getting out a loan and uh, buying a house. Nice. And so we're renting the house for my dad. He made an investment because he knows that he can always sell this house when we're done with it and make more money because he got it for really cheap. This was a foreclosed house. Right. So we finally got the house. And the funny thing was the reason why this house was perfect is because there's a spot in the basement where we could make a perfect booth, and it was weird. And it's right over here next to me. I can yes. see it from here. So we got it all foamed up now. I've made about 16 tracks in here to, uh, since about probably about a week I started recording because that's when I got all the foam up. No big deal. Yeah. No but, big deal um, whatsoever. We built a Hustle wall. hard. <laughs> a lot of hard work in. Man, this studio is really paying off already. This space is great. I, uh, I've been here, I guess, three times now. And I mean, this this basement space is perfect for it. It seems like it could be, got to be really easy to audio insulate for the kind of stuff that you're working on. How uh, how did you end up getting to this point where you were ready to produce people? Like you went through school for all this, right? Yes. Yeah, so I started out in high school with an iPod app. Ooh. And I was making these beats on this little app. My buddy Trevor, he's upstairs right now, chilling, playing Xbox. <laughs> he showed me this app, and he was making these little beats on there. I was like, man, that's actually kind of legit. Let me play on that. So me and him were kind of known around the school as the two, like, beat makers, you know, and shit. And I used to beatbox and type stuff. So uh, when I – and I really was playing the piano a lot, too. So Very cool. I realized that – um my dream is probably music. Like, I just realized, what else am I good at? Like, I'm good at this music stuff. So I decided to go pursue, like, a uh, college degree in music, and I went up to Lexington Recording School, got a, a, master, a um, certificate in uh, audio engineering and a certificate in mastering and uh, actually video produ- production. But I haven't really done much video stuff. I did produce one video, but that's it. Oh, you got to specialize, man. You can find it on YouTube. Yes. It's actually called Danny and the Pandas. Yeah. And it's a Chumbawamba remix. <laughs> What's that band? Like, 
you get knocked down. Where'd I get up again? <laughs> you know, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, we all know who Chumbawamba yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he makes that song, and uh, it's hilarious. Man. That's great, man. I want to. I want to. You said you made a video to that or an audio version? Um, yeah, we uh, recorded it from scratch. Uh, my buddy Wesson Fike, one of my best friends, he was the uh, singer. And uh, I was, I pretty much was the man with the mixing and mastering. Because, like, I just sat at the computer. Like, they all trusted me because, like, they knew I was, like, I was producing even before I got into school. So, like, Very cool. a lot of people trusted me. Like, when shit hit the fan, they'd be like, all right, Casey, you get on there. <laughs> and then uh, that's what happened with the video. Like, they did a great job. They got everything loaded up and put the scenes in correctly. But I just sat down and made everything smooth. Like, I just, like, did, I, I changed up where the scenes were and, like, did slow motion and like type shit and like made it made it really like come together that's what I hope for from a good producer for sure like somebody that can make it smooth make it come together and make it seem effort, almost effortless when, when like the final product and I feel like that's that's the kind of work that, that you try to do and, and everything I've heard from you has been amazing so far he's super nice yeah isn't he really super good super nice I, I just met Casey recently when I, I went back to this job that we both work at this is a funny thing that I have to bring up whenever I talk about the job that I work at on a podcast I usually say the job that we work at or this <laughs> yeah. uh, courier job or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Casey and I worked there together, work there together currently. And I did a, a podcast a few months ago with a couple of his Our roommates. Mates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jake and Jacob. And, nice. and those guys are awesome in individually. And when I first was working with them on that I got to meet Casey and they were like by the way he's our producer and uh, Jake and Jacob both um, are, are artists and, and rap and everything and, and they're awesome at it and yeah. so this guy has been producing my podcast for the past couple episodes and I've mentioned that a little bit but I feel like I haven't given you the credit that is due because it takes a huge weight off my shoulders to have somebody do that kind of, of production work as a part of the process and you know just figuring that out was a really important thing for me but you guys are awesome um, how did you meet these these two cats that are with us today all right, so uh, I used to work for this guy named Rich at Platinum City Studios. Okay. And I was his audio engineer, and uh, he would book the he would schedule the appointments. And then uh, we had a huge building, the parking garage, and everything. So it was legit. People would come in, and they were re they were like ready to record because they were hyped because this is like an actual studio spot. And then um, what happened was Rich introduced me to Corey over here. What happened was. Uh, so she went over to me, and I was like, yes, I got a new artist. I always love getting new artists to work with. It's, like, so awesome. I love helping people chase their dreams. That's, like, my main thing. But, uh, yeah, that's how I met her. We've made one track. It's gotten really good reviews, and I'm ready to make some more with her tonight. And uh, this over here is my buddy, Kenny. We literally just met in the studio. Uh, my boy, JT, brought him over, and uh, we just clicked right away. And... Uh, he was making this freestyle down here, man. Just, just like blowing everybody out of the water, man. Just killing it, man. And uh, so we vibed right off the bat. And I want to make some music with him <clears throat> and whatnot. So that's how we. And he's just been chilling with us, like probably like four out of the five past days, because we just we just uh, are close like that now. Like we just love him coming over, you know, like we vibe type shit. <laughs> it sounds like some great connections, man, for sure. Uh, uh, Corey and I have known each other for a few years, and I'm not sure where we first met. It might have been, like, through Diamond Pub and Billiards or something like that. 
um, or I don't know something, but I definitely had had seen you around for a while, and then like you were telling me earlier, like back in I think 2012 ish. Um, you were riding around the same areas that I was riding around. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've been involved in, in the bike scene for several years. Long time. Yeah. I think I knew something about you doing music, but I don't know. I don't have any really clear memories of that. But now you're obviously working on stuff if you're working with this guy. Yeah, definitely. Like, before, it was more I was just involved in the music scene. Um, I lived in a punk house where we, you know, would book shows and in our living room and stuff and um just like connect with different artists from all over the country and have them come through and do little tours and stuff around and um we would do like even you know like uh sessions on like how to fix your bike um you know what i mean just little things like try to try to teach the community about how to do d how to live diy you know what i mean yeah so that that was like a big part of like what got me into like what made me take cycling seriously. Like how much you can do with it, like how yeah. much it can expand your life and Definitely. allow you to do like a lot of stuff. Definitely. So how did that lead up to where you are now with uh, producing music and all this? Well, music's something I've always been pretty much passionate about. Um, really since like I mean, pretty much a young age. Like that's always been like a big part of my life. Um, just like from, you know, family members and stuff. But I really like would write music kind of to myself, like secretly to myself and not really like performing. I would just kind of listen to beats and write some songs. And every now and then I might like record it on GarageBand, like kind of barely because I didn't really know what I was doing. But just drop, put some demos down or something. Yeah, just to like kind of hear it back, you know what I mean? To, To start getting more experience with like, how I sound and playing with my voice and like trying to play with like melodies and stuff like that and um, exploring like songwriting. So I did like, I wrote like a ton of songs, but I would never like perform them or like record them. And I would, I would have like the hardest time finding producers and places to record um, or I would find people and it just wouldn't work out. So I kind of just like out of nowhere, like me and Rich knew one of the same people and um, Rich, like I still record with him sometimes. Um, I kind of record with, you know what I mean? A little bit of both of them. And um, Rich introduced me to him. I was like, he'd be a really good engineer for you to, to, to mess with. And like both of them, like give me really good direction for like kind of what I'm trying to develop right now. So I'm excited to like explore it more and like yeah. get more into the um, the creative process of music making. I think a lot of what you're talking about is is kind of a common artist difficulty, like the struggle trying to figure out like where you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to work with. Because right. there's lots of people in the process. Yeah, like, is there a, you know? Yeah, what and there's process. There's is a lot process? of people along the way who you know some, may even be legitimately trying to help people, but they're the wrong person for you, and so uh, you you can end up spinning your wheels a lot for a long time Definitely. trying to accomplish something with somebody who's not right for your creative process. Exactly, and then you end up finally hopefully you know in the best cases you meet somebody who really vibes right with you and you know and may maybe even opens you up to a lot of other people right. that can allow you to creatively develop in a Definitely. lot of ways and i think that's that's difficult to find but when you find it it's really it's really, really good. nice yeah, yeah. like yeah. i like i like working with both of them like give, they give me a lot of good advice 
but kind of like just sonically a lot of good advice but yeah yeah it sounds like a really cool process yeah. kenny over here had mentioned earlier his uh his aptness for silence, which I appreciate a lot. I feel like that's a really cool thing to be the one that sits back and observes. And and uh, he mentioned that that probably goes into his writing a lot. I think that's all very fascinating. Do you have anything that you would like to say to us about um, how you've developed and, and what you're working on right now in your life? Well, I never really thought about making music. I always do, I was artistic. And I don't know, I feel like really speaking was one of my weak points because I couldn't talk when I was a kid. And you know I could understand me except my brothers. So I feel like I wanted to just face my fears and, and it end up like actually getting people to understand what I say and just provide a deeper meaning in music. I mean, that's, I think that's the reason why I keep going. Definitely. I like Same it, man. Here. Music is the reason why I keep going. Yeah, it's that's simple, it. It's simple, but it's real, man. I like it a lot. No, yeah, that's yeah. dope. But uh, like y'all were saying earlier, like how you meet up with somebody that like you vibe with and like, like, man, you have the sound I was looking for type thing. Yeah. Like my percentage, I'm a really low key producer. Like I really don't know a whole lot of people like um, like when I graduated high school I kind of went to Lexington and did my own thing down there and like I you know the real ones stuck with me but like all the like hundred kids that you knew in high school that you were cool with you know they go do their own thing and they all you know just kind of like you you know you're just down in Lexington you know going to school pursuing your dream type thing and uh, I didn't live on campus so I couldn't hang out with any of my buddies who went to UK because it just it just never worked out but um yeah, right. so the vibe on the music with the artists, so I kind of moved away, and that's why I, I didn't really have a lot of people know about me. And uh, but when I started make when I started meeting new artists, I've had a high percentage of people tell me out of all the people that I've recorded that are like, "Man, this is the sound I'm looking for." And I feel like the reason is it's not because I'm magically understanding everybody's vision. It's like what I did was I listened to a lot of mainstream. And not only mainstream, but underground, beautiful music and the producing on it. And I just studied the tricks and the sounds. And then I would research the sounds and how to do it. So I would just like use these official tricks that official producers were using and mimic them. And then try to do it myself. And then like I would just have the ear and like try to listen to where to put them. And make track just super hard. Like in every level that I possibly could. Like telephone effects, like beat drops, all kinds of different stuff. Like just really and like when people hear that official sound that they hear on the radio and they hear in their voice doing that they're like man this is what I'm looking for like this sounds good like so really what I think people are looking for is like somebody who really knows what to do like I went to, <laughs> I went to school I went to school though like I'm not trying to toot my own horn that's the here. truth but but to, professionalism is really you know important I think I had a very good teacher like Patrick, quality yeah he quality. really taught me like all the like keys to like producing and stuff and like I was just educated so I'm blessed to be able to have that and then a lot of people don't know people who go to school for music because maybe they're still in school you know like I would say along with you know your education and your understanding of good music and beautiful music you also seem to me to have a passion for it and a, a good personality and both of those things are are you know 
those are hard to find. You know what I mean? Like somebody who, who, who has a consistent passion beyond just like commercialism, I think that's difficult and, uh, you know, probably comes a lot with like time, you know, people get jaded against the industry and then they don't care as much about, you know, the quality. Maybe, maybe they care about the quality. They care less about the artists, you know, and they care more about the money. You know, and I feel like you're at least now, at least at a point in your career where you you are fresh and passionate, and I think that that's beautiful, and I hope that that's something that you hold on to, you know, throughout your life. It definitely comes and goes. The passion, like I'll, <laughs> I'll make like five beats in one day, and then like wake up the next day, listen to them all, and then go sample some of it and make like two or three more. The next day, like make like one more, and then some shit will happen, and like, and I just like get my mind off music. And then, like, it'll go, like, freaking two weeks without making a beat. And then, like, I'll be like, oh, man. Like, I'll just get this urge out of nowhere. Like, dude, I got to get back in the studio. Yeah, that's good, though. Totally. Like, that's that's the passion that I'm talking about. I mean, I probably went a month before without making a beat. Like, that's probably my longest streak. Like, but I, yeah. what I love is that you get the urge to do it as opposed to Never like stop. grinding through it and then feeling like, oh, I have to stop doing this. Like right. that's that's the horrible part. Like you got to know when to take a break. Yeah, you do. have. Yeah, for sure. Especially in creative process. Yeah, that's true. What, after making Jake McCarty's album, <laughs> I was just I was like, Phew. was that a long I process? Am, I am going to take a vacation. That was a. <laughs> That, I mean, man, we were working on the album for, like, six months. Like, because he, he gave me a date that was so unrealistic. <laughs> I was like, bro, I cannot produce an album, like, a legit studio album. Like, it's a totally different process when you make a studio album. Like, different. I get all right. your stems of your track and mix each track separately. And, like, because you really you pay more when you're doing an album. Yeah, it's yeah. a long, tedious process. Yeah, and Definitely. I make it, I really make it sound like it's something. Like, if I'm going to upload something to iTunes like that, I make sure that it's going to be really good. But this was the first one you and Jake were doing together? Yeah, it was my second or third out. Al- I think it was my second album I did. My first album was with Catnip. He's actually got some clout around Louisville right now. Like, a lot of people know about Catnip. <laughs> I love the name. Yeah, so that Jake McCarty album, it turned out really good. Uh, it's called The Party. Jake the Party McCarty? Yeah, that's his nickname. It was all uh, upbeat, hype music, like some real stuff in there too. Like. Yeah, when I when I came back to the job that we work at and and he told me and he was like he was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm making music." And I was like, "Are you a rapper?" And he and then he let, let me listen to some of his stuff. I was like, "This is actually really good, man." And I'm sure at least part of it has to do with your production work for sure. Yeah. But really good stuff, man. I was impressed. Thanks, man. So you did you did listen to it? like the whole thing? Uh, I've definitely listened to the music. Yeah, the music is definitely the background yeah. there. And uh, did you listen to the party? I'm not sure this if I've heard that show. Like <laughs> I gotta like, hear it now. Like dope, uh, my karma. I can pull it up. I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> we'll, we'll pull that up later. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's awesome talking to you guys about all this stuff. Um, what are you What are you looking forward to throughout 2018? Any of you guys? Making more music for real. Definitely making more music. Like, in my opinion, I kind of have like a. Uh, well, my parents has always told me this. I'm like an addictive personality. So anything I find interesting, I'm like, I have to find this. Like, and I feel like with music, it's like. 
you know, you can do anything with music. You can go anywhere, any genre, wherever, find your own little thing. You can do your own little thing. I was trying to find my own little thing that I find perfect. I'm a perfectionist too. <laughs> I love it, man. Same. Passion, big plans, man. Definitely. And like, I'm with, I mean, it's not just with, you know, music, but it's also with friends too. Like, I see good people and like, I want to be be better. And 2018 was a resolution. Like, let's start making more music. Let me start helping out people, showing them what I have to give and yeah. what they have. Let's see what we can make together. See what we can be in 2019. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Planning ahead. What about you? What you got big plan for 2018? For me, um, right now I'm I'm taking like a lot of classes um, on like investing in entrepreneurship because um, I'm interested in like starting businesses you know what I mean just starting like local businesses and like finding ways to like invest in the community here um and then also just like like you said like making more music and exploring that creative process for me like for me it's all about like I, I, I'm interested in like how to bridge music you know what I mean there's so many different ways like jazz can go like so many different paths you know what I mean I'm interested in like how many different ways like I can like merge different sounds and different genres to create like new sounds you know what I mean like a new a new sound and a new like wave in music you know what I mean yeah like whether it's like consistent because I'm all about like making new ones you know what I mean like to to constantly be changing those sounds you know what I mean and like exploring like um like how different they can go you know what I mean how, how far those sounds can go right what can you do with these sounds yeah that like, seem so simple but are so complex yeah like I'm really interested in just like bridging genre, different genres and stuff that's cool I like that yeah it's awesome what about you Casey what are you what are you doing this uh, year a few things playing. yeah just a few <laughs> I'm actually training for the join the blue man group very awesome. Nice. I'm playing. <laughs> but, uh, no, so, like, what my plan is is to make everything official. And that means, like, the paperwork behind what I'm doing. Yes. So I have, like, proof. If I ever get held up in court or anything, I'll like, show that I yeah, have, like, for sure. all my stuff, like, you know. But, um, Probably taxes more than court. but It's yeah. like manifesting <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like taking yeah. that step to manifest it and like... I've been reading a lot out. of stuff about, about like manifest manifesting things and looking at taking yourself action. as a little bit better person than you are now and like taking a step mentally forward into that person and just doing that over and over again and deciding like who am I going to be and making a clear direct path like yes. to being that person in the future. Yeah. I think there's a lot of power in that and a lot of you know and it's it's the kind of thing that some people look at and they say oh you can't just imagine yourself into a better life but in a lot of ways you can the power of imagination is everything around us like everything around us outside of nature we pretty much created it you know what i mean as humans you know what i mean yeah like to imagine like just all the little details of life like this different materials that we combine to create things you know what i mean like 
imagination like it's amazing can create yeah just about anything you know what i mean so why not explore it and see how far you can go with it right i would say anybody who tells you that you can't create anything is just either trying to limit you or is limiting themselves in their scope of vision on like what is possible I definitely think, i think there's very few things that are impossible it's about being brave like i used to be like so terrified about like um like you know what I mean like speaking in front of class like I just don't I didn't like attention you know what I mean in, in a lot of ways I still don't really like attention that's not me complete opposite in like I, I'm, I'm not the like attention type you know what I mean I, I like to be low key and I kind of you know I'm pretty usually pretty quiet honestly you know what I mean I think a lot of that has to do with like fear fear of like rejection or you know that people wouldn't agree that your ideas were legitimate I'm not saying you I'm yeah, saying like definitely. if I if I was in that situation like definitely. that's the reason some of the reasons that I would and it's just like, like for me it was just like a lack of confidence in like the delivery you know what I mean that was like the biggest thing for me it was like Attention being confident in that really. you know what I mean yeah, like hey, I got, was calling my name. I got fifty-seven write-ups my freshman year. <laughs> I always I managed to create attention somehow, yeah. but it's never intentional. Like yeah. I'm the person who's like really trying to avoid the attention, but for some reason. I'm yeah. the person that has the most attention on them right now. You're a you magnet. Know what I mean? You're like, a magnet for chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's with the attention? I don't like it. What you gonna say, Kenny? I was just saying, like, I don't know. I feel like I was born for attention. And Definitely. I know that sounds so bad, but just even explains it from my name. Like, Mackenzie Stevens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, oh, that's a girl. I never know her before. Hey, my, name's, <laughs> you know I mean? my name's Casey. I got the same thing. Hey, but you, you never... It's Casey. That's how I feel about Corey. My name is Maple, so I mean, I feel all you guys. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. Definitely. Uh, all very gentle, kind of neutral names. <laughs> I just kind of feel like my life is just like a movie sometimes. And I'll be like, oh my God, yes. Just, I have to laugh at it. And I feel like that's what's funny to other people because I'll laugh at it. Like, oh, I definitely find it hilarious. But, yeah. It's always a surprise, you know what I mean? It's, I think I, I know I know some people who've who've kind of done well through SoundCloud and I think posting a lot of stuff, you know, consistently is where it's at. I mean I'm 100%. sure you know. I'm sure you know, but what blew me up was K9. K9, yeah. Yeah, well what I did is right when I first started producing, he was like, Oh my gosh, like he just believed in me for some weird reason. Like I was just start like I barely knew anything. That's and that like, passion I'm talking about, and man. He just believed in me and like I just started recording. And then we just like, bro, this shit is cold. Like, we just started messing around. Like, I did this stuff I learned. At, I was learning at school and whatnot. And uh, so he was really popular growing up. Like, he, he was just, he was awesome. And then uh, he, we, I did his first album, so everybody was looking at it, you know. And they were like, who's Music Intel? That was Casey. Casey did that? <laughs> you know, type thing. So that's how I kind of blew up, like, around the people started knowing that I made music. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That was my boy. <laughs> I want to go up and see him. He's up in Chicago now. But, uh, he had a, he actually had a track with Mick Jenkins, and uh, nice. me and our last track we dropped was with Colin out of Maryland, and I was I did the beat and everything. There's so many artists now that I don't know the names of.
Yeah, you like, you like rap, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I listen to a lot of East Coast stuff. Like, Me too, um, bro. Yeah. Me too, East Coast. I love East Coast rap. Like uh, Brooklyn and Flatbush and all those people around there. Like Flatbush Zombies. Under Joey Badass Joey is Badass. so nice. It's like the same neighborhood. <laughs> and Kimba from, the, uh, I believe, from South Bronx. Capital Steve. Kimba's nice. I, I'm always talking about Aesop Rock. Speaking of rest Aesop in peace, rest in peace no, to Aesop Rock. We've oh, had this Aesop, conversation. Aesop. No, yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw a couple of their songs. His, the flows but are yeah. Kind of all over the place, though. His, but yeah. I like what he's saying. Like his lyrics are dope, but like sometimes his flow, like like I don't know, just to me seems like it might be a little off sometimes. His flows are pretty all over the place for sure. And I'm so I'm so like critical with rap flows. Like I just want my stuff to sound like 808 Mafia, like perfectly <laughs> on beat, like right. <laughs> just like awesome, like you got something specific you're looking for. But it's good to know what you want, man. I yeah. think that that's I think that that's good to have a vision for sure. Yeah. I think that helps long term, like accomplishing the things that you're trying to accomplish. For sure, uh, I actually do singers too sometimes. Yeah, like, not vocals. Only, not only hard stuff. I do like guitar tracks with like this girl named Gabrielle. She's really cool. Uh, she's really into like signs. She always like asks like, "What's your sign?" <laughs> and, like that. She was the person who started like like making me believe in that that stuff might have some truth to it. I was like, "Dude, this stuff is crazy." Like, she told me about Sagittarius and all that stuff. So like, that stuff's just crazy to me. But like, I can't believe how like that stuff matches up with you. Like, yeah. I uh, I was kind of a, a really big skeptic about astrology for a long time. And then I had this kind of um, epiphany about that there are all these huge, you know, spheres flying around in space. And we know that planets have gravity. And so the gravitational forces of different planets on the Earth at the time when you're born could fully, in my you know limited understanding of this, could fully have an effect on you you physically as a person. Yeah, definitely. And in a lot of ways that we don't understand. And so that also, you know, from an astrology perspective, I guess could be to some degree um, predicted as far as like yeah, this was the situation, and based on this being the situation, a lot of people were like this. But that being said, I think that most of astrology is just nonsense, and it's just really vague statements that kind of apply to everybody. Yeah, that's what I kind of know. It's like who's I feel like there's stuff? many versions though of like every sign. You yeah. know what I mean? And everybody's on their own path. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? There might be like. How he said he's a Sag. Like, there might be a Sag who's, like, older than him, but, like, it, still, like, mentally is not, like, at the same growth process as him. So, like, right. they have similar, very general qualities and, like, how they might, like, have passion and stuff about certain things. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they're still different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, vague, definitely general, yeah. I would agree with that. Right. People, <laughs> people are infinitely, like slightly different from each other so yeah I don't know I, I just think that astrology is is built that way like to where all right well Shit. yeah not a hundred percent of this you know agrees with me <laughs> right. but some of it does like so true. so yeah I believe in it you know what yeah. I mean like I feel like that's a I, I can't live by I can't fun. live by my life by it I just can't tarot cards are fun for like manifestation yeah I don't know they're interesting how, how does that work? Would you like to go into some detail about that? I honestly don't know, like, a lot about it. I've had my cards read a couple times. Um, 
I believe you like typically would draw like three cards and they kind of like tell you about like what the card means and then naturally you would apply it to your life in some way or another I essentially look at it as like I try to find like some meaning in it you know what I mean not necessarily like okay I take I take the the card for what it what it means and then I kind of like apply it to life like in a general way like okay like this is a perspective you know what I mean right and then kind of take what I can from it and if it's something that like I can use as a tool or is it just like an observation right you know what I mean as like a lens to look through life yeah, like the, that person isn't necessarily going to give you an exact way to do something. Right. But they might be a conduit through which you find some greater meaning in your life. Right. Definitely. Yeah, I fully, I fully agree with that. I think that, I think that that's the way that those services are legitimate. Like you've got to get something from it for yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't expect them to give you something. Right. Which is kind of a, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind. Of, <laughs> I, I like that. It's eye-opening view on that stuff. Definitely. But. I'm totally, I believe in crystals, though. Yeah? I feel like anything that's, like, natural, like, is shared energy. So, like, like, there's no way, that's, there's no way around that. You know what I mean? Like, whether, now, I don't necessarily know, like, what those crystals mean always. You know what I mean? But, like, I do believe that, like, sending them positive energy into those crystals or anything around you, you know what I mean, can bring you the same positive energy. This artist I really like named Rory. If y'all heard of him, I have. Yeah, he. Uh, I saw his interview in Sway, and he sits down. He's and, nice in the hat. <laughs> yeah, he sits down and he puts these little crystals. He's on interesting. The table. And and then Sway's like, "What's those, bro?" He's like, he goes and names the in-depth type of crystal it is. And he says, "This crystal uh, resonates with your spirit to make you outgoing, ready, and focused." He's like, "This crystal right here is a humble. Like, it makes you feel like." And he was, like, telling me, like, how... And I was like, is this just a mind thing that he's, like, that he's believing himself? Because, you know, the mind is, like, tricks. Or these crystals really, like... I think it has to do with, like, the ancient meanings of, like, the colors and, like, you know what I mean? And the the areas, too, like, that those stones, like, are developed from. You know what I mean? I think think that it's both. I think that... Definitely both. I think that it started from somewhere and it had original meaning. But now also a big part of it is that a lot of people had that same belief or that an agreement on what those stones stand for and what you know what they represent and so because there's that agreement i feel like that's how things get energy like a lot of people agreeing or focusing on something like greater consensus mm -hmm. yeah definitely i think that i think that gives real power to things but yeah that um crystals are yeah crystals are fascinating he killed it on sway Nice. <laughs> yeah, speaking of killing it on Sway, Giancarlo killed it on Sway. Yeah, he killed the five people. fingers of death. Oh, I gotta see that. <laughs> he killed that. My friends, my friends were saying, my friends Much were respect to Giancarlo. So, like, they, they were saying that he looked nervous. That's what they were saying. I would have been nervous. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, but, like, that's, that's awesome. I mean, even if he was, like, He's under pressure, yeah. like, pressure was nothing for him. Like, he spit it off the top. With no effort. He's ready. Professional. Saying, he was ready. I was just looking for a reason to hate because I can't do that. Like I won't even claim that I can do that. So I have respect for anybody who can like really go in and like freestyle like more than a couple bars, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. More than a few bars. All I'm saying is once I get up on swear or whatever, man. 
Oh, it's your time to shine because he's nice too. He's very nice. Speaking of nice, uh, R.I.P. to Like It's Friday. Um, he's a rapper from the South Side um, who recently passed away. He's really, he was so awesome though. Like, I never met him, but like, I listened to a lot of his music and I actually hit him up at one point to ask him, like, kind of like, you know, I was in that point of like, I don't know how I'm gonna, like, how do I do this? You know what I mean? Like, what's the process? Who do I get with? Are there like studios, like professional studios? Like, I can't really find studios in people's basement, you know what I mean? Right. And I just talked to him. He was like, yeah, I had like an in-house studio. He was like, probably be better to like definitely learn as much as you can on your own. And like I ended up like looking out and just meeting them. But dude is like really nice. Like he's just his sound is creative. His style is creative. Him and uh, David Hayes, their, their sound is like their flow for me is like really interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're nice, and I feel like, to me, they were, like, next up to, like, Bryce and Tiller, you know what I mean? I really think that they were, like, you know what I mean, that he was going to really put on for the city. I think David Hay still will, he can execute that, you know what I mean? He's still pretty nice. I think he's, like, out in L.A. working with Rojas, who's a really nice producer out there, too. Word. Which, uh, I, I kind of lost track. Which one of them did you say passed away recently? His name is uh, Like It's Friday. That's his rap name. Like It's Friday, Dante White. Like It's Friday? Yep, Like It's Friday. Correct me if I'm mistaken, but does, like, his AKA name, does that have, like, just Friday in the exclamation part? Exclamation no, part. it's like, like, the word like, like it's, Friday. it's Friday, no apostrophe. Uh, just like, if you yeah. just type it out, it's like, one word, you'll see it. Yeah. How SoundCloud. Did, how did he pass away? Um, that, I don't really know. I spoke to his brother a little bit. Um, it was kind of random. Like, I don't even know how. Hmm. Um, I can't, like, discuss too much of that. Yeah, no, but, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, that, that sucks, though. We spoke a little bit, and, you know, that's unfortunate. Like, he, he was really nice. I definitely... Sending good energy to their family and their yeah. camp, you know what I mean? Because I have, I have any, any, I have, I have a lot of respect for anybody who's like, who's really like trying to like, they're trying to, they were really trying to put on for the city, you know what I mean? Put on for like their team, and they like, you know what I mean? You can tell that like they really, really support each other as a unit, right? Um, and as like a rap collective and stuff. And I think everybody else will definitely like live out his legacy and his brothers and stuff and his cousins who are really also really nice rappers and but they were they started a movement basically yeah they really did like they I mean they they came up in the game and they're really doing they're doing a lot of work um I think his name uh Lil Ziploc (laughs) um what's the other guy's name I think uh Trapper is the other guy's name um uh, Okari, Kiyoshi, David Hayes, all of them, they're nice. Like, the I found them just like some girl put me on to David Hayes, and then I found uh, Like It's Friday through him, and I just started listening to all of them. I was like, dang, they're really nice. Like, you know what I mean? I, I want them to, like, to to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want everybody who's, like, really trying to, you know what I mean, in their own groups or whatever, their friends and stuff who are really trying to, like, do music and be creative and put out creative work in the city, like, to do that and be successful at it and, like, make a name for themselves and make a name for the city, for sure. And, like, I 
think like everything happens for a reason. Definitely. You know, I didn't know like it's right. I didn't listen to this music, but I feel like you know some people just like just like Corey. It might be somebody or like her. And she's basically the same drive that he had. She'll probably have, or somebody probably have, and be like, definitely going for not just my city or my family, I'm going to open the people that definitely is close or what's in the place I am in. Definitely. So, definitely. You know what I mean? Everything's going to happen for a reason, and you lose people. God, that was their time, and God's going to sit here, and He's sitting here, and He's trying to teach you something. Everything definitely. happens for a reason. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, I'm psyched just to be hearing a bunch of names of artists that I haven't heard, you know, and especially yes, local like, people. Like, you would be surprised. Awesome. And like uh, White Reaper, if you've ever heard, if you've ever heard. Of I him. actually know White Reaper. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Nick's uh, cool. I used to. He used to come over to the crib a little bit. Uh, him and his brother uh, Sam. Who else is in the band? I know one of the people in that band. Uh, oh, what's his What's his name? his name? I think he used to work with with me. A lot of these kids, like, <laughs> it was, I just I just knew them from, like, living in the punk house and also from when Skull Alley still existed. Yeah. On, um, it's, like, right at, like, Barrett and Broadway, um, where that big mural is now. Yeah, I know where it is. Um, yeah, like, Skull Alley was, like, that spot for, like, not just, I mean, it was, like, mostly punk music, mostly underground punk music, but it was, like, music from, like, all over the states. Like, people from, like... Out of town, like my friend, my best friend Eric, who like like he and I like have like an obsession with music. Like that's how we became best friends. Um, I was listening to this band called uh, Algernon Cadwater from uh, Philly, and I saw him and he was like working on campus at this. Um, it was like a a group for like um, domestic violence and. Uh, different experiences like that, traumatic experiences like that. And um, he was, like, recording a video, and he was like, I want to interview you, and I'm listening to it. He's like, man, we're going to be best friends. I was like, word? <laughs> like, all right, cool. And then, like, we ended up, like, literally being, like, best friends from that point forward, like, lived in, like, uh, two houses together, did a, like, we traveled a lot together doing, like, different nice. journalism stuff with, like, Occupy and other stuff. But, like... His passion for music is, like, what got me into, like, um, you know, picking up, like, drums more and, like, um, you know, exploring and just, like, exploring, like, instruments and, like, exploring different music, like, that I've never seen. Like, he brought a band from Brazil that I had never heard. Oh, wow. And they're, like, uh, I think their name's Holger. Um, they're super sick. Um and introduced me to like just so much different music from around the world. Like he's really, he's a really talented musician too. I think that's one of the one of the reasons that I like to do this kind of stuff is just being able to meet more people and like be introduced to more people and network and like. Yeah, but Sadly, just he's out so, in Milwaukee. I don't know. It's cold as hell up there. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no no no! I was just saying that sadly yeah. he's out there now. Yeah yeah. Do you guys know of any little uh, restaurants that people might not know about in this area? Um, I really like this Asian place called Kanze on Hirschborn. Okay. Parkway. And then, uh, yeah, they got good sushi, too. man. Like, but, like, what screwed me up, actually, y'all? Actually, the <laughs> last time I went there, we, me and my mom swore we heard a cat shriek from the kitchen. Oh. Like, 
Like, like we we heard it and we looked at each other and we were like, well, let's hope not. That's not what you want to hear, man. Let's hope not. We were like freaking out there for a second. Yeah, Stereotypes Vietnam aside, that's not what you mean. Is hear. lit. If if you're really yeah. Vietnam kitchen is amazing. Indies chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they have in Memphis? They have taco delivery, like just that's as much lit. as they have like pizza delivery. Not almost as much, probably like. But my sister gets it. Nice. And, uh, is it specialized taco? Like they just do tacos? Uh. Pretty, pretty much, like they may do other stuff. Maybe like I think Chicago does that too. They do too. Yeah, so There's I was a like, shit what can we have that here? You there. know what we have here is a uh, new wave burrito. Oh, uh, they deliver? Yeah, pretty. Where is sure. it? Uh, it's on. Oh, nah, yeah, they wouldn't deliver here. <laughs> <laughs> it's on uh, Preston now. It used to be where the Cure Lounge, like at the Cure oh, Lounge, right. yeah. like they had a kitchen there or something. I don't remember exactly what the deal was then, yeah. but. Some people that uh, used to work <laughs> where Casey and I work, um, or at least one of the dudes, started it. Like, he, nice. he was telling me that when he was still working there, he had the idea for New Wave Burritos. And nice. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. And they started doing it, and then he quit working with us and moved on to that. They're so good. Like, they have this trash burrito. It has all kinds of stuff on it. It doesn't have trash on it, literally. But <laughs> so, like, the guys yeah, at New Wave Burritos... I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. They have some. Dude, well, onions are lit. I, I'm onions sure if you so asked for no you. onions, yeah. they would give you it with no onions. What if it's like in a Gotta sauce have. that they put on it, or like made with the sauce as onions? They'll be like, "Is that Casey no, Shaft?" I bet line? you you I can really, have it your way. I'm just being petty. <laughs> I can eat that. Like I can eat a little onion. They're gonna be like, "Is that Casey?" He's definitely getting onions on his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need some flavor. I'll freak out. I know. Load it up. I can taste it right away. Yeah. Like Are you allergic? No, I just hate them. Mm. So you got that hate allergy. It's nasty. Deep, <laughs> deep within your soul. The smell. I wish there was like more foods that I don't like. Like I think I just like eating food. There's a- almost no foods that I don't like. Also, <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> like very few foods like I won't try. You know what I mean? I think that's a good way to be, honestly. Man, like this morning. I was so damn hungry. Like, I'm talking about you guys ever get like, like I'm, I ain't even told Casey and uh, Jake to the asset, bro. Food turns me on. <laughs> Dude, food is definitely my best friend. Good, bad, or ugly times. And it's like, Amazing. I used to think about all the times when I was a kid, I'll throw away like the leftovers or like the stuff that I had on my plate. And I'm like, damn, man. I was like had like another stomach like, I was just hungry, <laughs> like a dog was like always just yeah eating. bro I would have ate that one never wasted that so I always try to eat everything that I like take a bite out of clean plate club man yeah you know it one time I was eating everything off my plate I was so hungry I ended up going to Arby's I got like it was on Thanksgiving time this big ass thanks deep fried turkey <laughs> six mozzarella sticks and a small fry <laughs> it sounds <laughs> amazing and then going to it's just like chicken I forgot what's called what it's called we were up to like this like wing place or chicken place like afterward yeah well I went with another friend <laughs> and, and he was just like yeah you still wanna go I said hell yeah I wanna go <laughs> like it's just food so I ended up going I got like four or five chicken tenders and wedges 
You know what I'm saying? They're eating, eating, eating away, just eating the chicken tenders, stuffing myself. <laughs> I got a headache. I'm just like, I'm dead. I'm pooping. Hold on, I just pair. And I just puke all of it. Oh, no. Go right inside. Like, and eat uh, more chicken wings. Yeah, like <laughs> oh man. Well, what's your favorite food? You know, weirdly, like I like seafood and stuff, but like I love seafood. lately, I've realized that I kind of been I'm in love with fried sushi. Huh. Like with, sushi. The, with the sauces on it, like avocado, like cream cheese, and the meat, like nice. Just like, I, I just love that. I like mac and cheese, <laughs> rice and chicken. I didn't know how much I love chicken and waffles. Oh, yeah. But that is, like, truly the greatest combination. I don't even really like meat that much unless it's, like, seafood. Yeah. But chicken and waffles, dude. <laughs> there is something amazing about chicken and waffles. It's salty and sweet. part of the chicken like a waffle, like a fried waffle chicken. That might be too much for me. That might be where we should end the podcast right there. I don't know, man. Maybe. What do you guys have coming up in your lives, professionally or otherwise, that you want to tell people about? Well, I like to be kind of like low key, not let people know what I'm up to, and then just drop some crazy stuff out of nowhere. Exactly. All right, perfect. So be prepared for anything from Casey, uh, Music Intel, Shaftline. I kind of do want to discuss it though. Uh, but I, my goal is to get my music into a brand in LLC and to uh, get all my like mechanical licenses and other licenses like under my belt where I can like have rights to my royalties and like do everything right my, and then just like take a step forward like I said earlier and being official yeah and, like, being make it a business to, yeah exactly do you have a date like um, laid out for when you want to have that accomplished by uh, no not yet I just know that like I'm going to get with my brother-in-law. He's going to help me. Go through the steps. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's awesome. Because he did Definitely. it himself, too. Yeah, that's that's really Probably important. Enough. Yeah, have somebody who's gone through that process. Because it's, it's, I think we were talking about this earlier, it's not that difficult to start a business, but figuring out those steps and, like, where you have to go and who you have to talk to and what office that's you have to do what at, part. it just seems, like, super complicated. And once you go through the steps, you're like, okay, well, I see how that works now, but why did I have to do all of that nonsense? Right. Like, yeah, so having somebody to help you with that will be a, a huge benefit for sure. Definitely. What about you guys? Or would you read? Do you have more to say? Oh, uh, yeah. One more thing. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get, I'm like trying to really invest in the website. Try to get, uh, that would be where all my scheduling is, where all my beat selling is. That way I don't have to do anything in person where everybody wants to do anything, everything on their phone when they're by themselves. So they can just do it that way and make it a lot easier. Right. Make it easy for people to access. That's what it's all about. Yeah. What about you guys? What are you looking forward to? Well, like, Hopefully, how my friends and my family react to my music, how hopefully everybody else react to, reacts to my music like that. So, hopefully, it's just big things that yeah. come in. Do you have deadlines for like when you want to have the music that you're working on accomplished? All I know is that it's just stuff will be beginning dropped soon and just oh, yeah. always We've already made like two tracks together like always occasionally and just like I'm gonna just keep going instead of like stopping definitely you know what I mean the more you gotta let up on the passion yeah or when you practice at something you get better if you stop you're rusty the next day or you're rusty the next couple of days because you didn't do what you were supposed to do gotta do it every day yeah you're doing it every day you're gonna start becoming in your prime and 
excelling in your prime and seeing a peak that you have never seen before. So if you do twenty one hours at minimum of like anything, you can pretty much be pretty awesome at it. Yeah, and this is why I'm trying to be like elaborate and let all my all my homies or the people that I interact with let them be elaborate because once we all sitting here and making good music and everybody's hearing it, they don't know the type of work ethic that we have. Definitely. Yeah. Keep that momentum going. Yeah. How about you, Corey? Well, I am mapping out some uh, sketches for a clothing line. That's something I've like really been fashion. Something I've always been passionate about. That and music. Um, I'm into like creative arts in general. But uh, I've been talking to some friends about uh, sketching up some drawings and stuff, and then kind of like researching the fabrics. Like for me, the process of like budgeting it up is not really too complicated. It's just like. You know what I'm saying? Going ahead and like mapping out like, you know, a reasonable outline and deadline for it so that you can say like, okay, this is because like when it comes to like investments with stuff like that, you kind of do have to like map it out, especially if you want like quality materials and stuff. Um, And then just like other investments, like I kind of taught myself how to trade stocks a little bit. So I've been um, interested in making some investments there and like in Bitcoin and stuff. Oh, like researching okay. cryptocurrencies and stuff. Definitely, um, yeah. Those are pretty much like my main like that I've set out and like dropping a mixtape hopefully in the spring. Very cool. Definitely. Very cool. I'm excited. Well, what about like where can people find all you guys online or otherwise to to listen to your stuff or to any anything that you guys are putting out? I'm on Spotify, right? Not Spotify, SoundCloud right now. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be on Spotify and everything. Within a few yeah. weeks? Yeah. You guys will hear from what, me soon. Oh, what, how how do people find your music on, on SoundCloud? Um, you can add me. What is your name on SoundCloud? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, K World, and it's just K W O R N instead of the L, it's a one D, and it's just all together, no space. Yeah. Okay. K W O R one D. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. On SoundCloud. Nice. We're getting that up and running. I do have a SoundCloud, but I don't even have a name yet. Yeah. I'm still what, working. What you, I'm still. <laughs> no, no, no. no I mean, f- no, no, no. I mean, people call me Uno, definitely. Name. People call me Uno, but, like, I haven't really decided, like, what name, like, I really, you know, what's my name going to be? You know what I mean? Because for me, like, a name is, like, especially, like, if, if that's what I, I'm going to put, like, behind, like, a brand, you know what I mean? Like, I want it to be, like, solid. I want it to be something I can stand on, like, Uno is just a name that like some people call me. You know what I mean? But it's not necessarily. I have, I have, you I have be many known different as. names depending on who you know. <laughs> I have many different names. All right, so look for big things from Uno. From the Corey, unknown. yeah. From definitely from Corey, you'll you'll hear some new things. I will have a, a name for you soon. But you can uh, follow my Instagram. It's Uno Lukeworm underscore. So Uno Lukeworm, all one word, and then an underscore at the end. Yep. Gotcha. And, and Casey. I'll post my music there where you can find the link. Yeah. And Casey is music underscore intel on SoundCloud, right? Uh, that's Twitter. Oh, okay. Instagram. I think all you got to do with my SoundCloud 
is just type in music space info. You don't have to like do an ad or anything because that pop up. But um, you can find my stuff on a spot. I have uh, like a couple albums on uh, Spotify and iTunes Music. You can look up Kyle Corn and Jake McCarty, and uh, they have their music up. I also have a couple tracks with Big Money, and uh, I did Catnip's album too, which is also on Spotify, Apple Music, and I have a SoundCloud, which is Music Intel. And then, uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. I don't really use Facebook. It's been great talking with all of you today, uh, Corey, Kenny, and Casey, in uh, Casey Music Intel's uh, studio here. In what part of town are we in? East side, baby. East side. We are pros- <laughs> We're not. We're Northern Commons. Prospect right. area. Crestwood. Crestwood. That's West good enough. Park. You don't have to GPS it. It's all good. Yeah, we're out on the east side. Gene Snyder. East side, baby. You guys are obviously working on some great stuff and creative individuals in your own respects. It's been awesome having this conversation with you, and I look forward to everything that you guys are working on currently and, and what's going to come from the future. Same. Um, I'm interested in, yeah. in, in hearing more of your podcast. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to do uh, 52. Get professional. Yeah. I'm trying to do 52 it. this year, one for every week, and... Probably we'll take some weeks off and double up some other weeks or whatever. But let's I'm, manifest 2018. Then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm ready it for in 2018. it. I've been focusing on on positivity for a while, and I'm, I think a lot of great things are going to happen this year for sure. Definitely. But you guys have been awesome. Uh, check these guys out now and in the future when they've got more stuff. And check out my website, mayplexmonk.com, if you want to see more of what I'm working on. I'm trying to podcast all the time. I also have lots of other creative um, things that are inspiring to me, like photography and video. And I'll be doing more of that from time to time. So check those things out. Uh, my podcast is called Philosophical Grandeur, and we will talk to you soon.